lot of speculation. There's been a lot of um, accusations. And uh, I want it to be known uh, that I do eat both. <laughs> it's Radio Free Tote Bag, and I'm Arthur. <laughs> Jesus. I'm Donovan. <laughs> I eat both. I do. Uh, th- th- glad you were clearing the record for our listeners. Uh, I know we've been harangued with, with mail needing clarity on yeah. this situation. Yeah. I'm glad that you can indeed confirm, Arthur, that you eat both the front and the back. That's right. You mispronounced both, but it works. <laughs> um, and just the, the, the components of both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. The specific locations of both. Because it could have been uh, pepperoni and salami. You don't know. It's true. It's true. No, <laughs> of course we were talking about uh, uh, both vagina and anus. Yes. Yes. My two, like two of my favorite, like pieces of reality, you know, corporeal reality pieces. Love them. They're def. They're definitely good. Well, also you're bi, so you eat you eat the uh, the peen. I too. eat fun. So it's yeah. Like, you eat trofe. Like all three, <laughs> trophy. Yes, yes, there we're we back. Tear, <laughs> feel it. Uh, I'm feeling in weirdly a good way today. Have you have you heard of people? Have you heard people reference the Sunday scaries? No. Okay, I don't know if this is. I, can't, I don't think it's a super new thing, but, but I've heard it a couple times recently. It's like the concept of like you're working Monday to Friday. On Sunday, as like work is looming, you start getting that like anxious, bad feeling because you know we're slaves to capitalism and it fucking right. sucks. Right. Um, but I keep seeing posts about that and people like that, you know, describing that, and I'm like, oh, cool, dude. I have the Sunday scaries every day. <laughs> oh, dude, this is this is wonderful. <laughs> Sorry to laugh at your pain. That's fucked up. Uh, it just gets to a certain point where anxiety like that becomes so fucking absurd that you just kind of can detach and laugh at it. It's just like, this is some stupid shit. Had a little panic attack last week. Fucking sucks in the moment. But then you look back and you're like, this is so totally irrational. Yeah. My, my body and emotions are, are rebelling against me. This is some stupid shit, dude. Yeah. Fucking intelligent design, you know, is fucking bingo bogus because... <laughs> Why the fuck would you ever make somebody, you know, in a completely non-threatening situation? What if we just had uh, our limbic system or whatever the fight or flight reflex? Why don't we just fire that off occasionally for fun? Just for just to keep the the pipes warm. There you go. Yeah, that's that's a good way to think about it. You can't like leave a car in your garage for like years. You got to run it every once in a while. That's right. You know, I I think I do experience the the Sunday scaries uh, on Mondays because. Uh, because my my days off are uh, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday typically, but I also think that I've been so anxious for so long that to a large degree my sense of when I'm anxious has calcified. Like I'm just fucking anxious all the time, so it doesn't like even register anymore. <laughs> That's the baseline. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's great, though, because on the off days where that's not happening and you feel, I assume, what a normal person feels, it's like, holy shit, I feel fucking great oh today, Oh, my God. Dude. This is wonderful. Oh, this is great. But then I got, yeah. see, I got the bipolar disorder, so I can't trust feeling good at all. <laughs> I can't. I got to be very skeptical. <laughs> it's, 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 important to, it's important to keep a handle on. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's why I have a therapist. I get to go 
you know, at cert at a specific interval. So when I go in the office and I'd be like, oh, I feel fucking fantastic. Listen, okay, I got all these plans. I'm going to do all this stuff. So she can go like, have you potentially thought that you're in a manic phase? And I get to go, oh, no, no, this is just me now. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. It's the fucking season for this shit, man. Yeah. I'm sure some of y'all listening get this too. When it starts getting darker earlier, I feel like it starts dragging dragging these feelings up a little worse mm-hmm. to begin with before mm-hmm. you level out. So I just want to say we're, we're, we're fucking here for you on the show. Get yourself a therapy light. Start eating troph. We're gonna we're gonna make it to to the following summer. We absolutely are, and I'm very excited uh, for the show this week. It's a show about relationships, baby. It is. It's been a couple weeks before we've recorded one, uh, or since we've recorded one, just us. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's kick this episode in the dick, dude. What do we got first? First up, I've got this one, and it's it's fun. It goes, uh, I am a man, and I want a girl. To quote, ravish me. But it seems only women can be, quote, ravished. <laughs> it's just so great. Uh, oh, nice. Jesus. I, I wish. Was trying, to, was trying to comment and then it happened. Okay, okay. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish that a woman would just get on top of me, hold me down, and f- fuck me hard. I really just want to let go and give in to her. It seems though that. Girls have this fantasy and not so much men. <laughs> Am I weird? I feel so off slash disconnected because the narrative seems that rape fantasies should always be with men in power or men taking charge in the bedroom or always men leading the sexual interaction. It's just getting exhausting. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I do enjoy a dominant fantasy here and there. But I'd just appreciate it if uh, some women decided to put more effort uh, in two, rather than expecting me to do, to quote, do this, do that, lead the bedroom, lead this, lead that. Can I just have a break for five minutes of submission? Uh, that was posted by Setting Intentions. Oh, man. It got a little problematic yeah. there in the middle, didn't it? Yeah, it, it did. But I think the general concept here... Uh, I don't think necessarily comes from a bad place, no. except in the sense, in the sense that I think is the, this is some more patriarchal bullshit we've we've discussed. That's we might right. have talked about this last episode too with Katie that there's like this societal default that like the man the man's got to be the dominant one, and like if you you know if you want anything else like you're you're a pussy dude like you're you know what I mean like yeah. the, the defaults the man has to be fucking dominant. And obviously that's not the case. We've just been. You know, your society conditions us to be like that. Yeah. Um, so there's nothing, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with wanting that. I will say, though, that practically, it, just in terms of partners, I think it's going to be more common to find women uh, who prefer the submissive role in sex. But I also think, you know, like I said, that's just kind of a default that we're conditioned to. Right. And I think if you discuss it with your partner, yeah, you might be able to get them on board. Just let them know that you're trying to, you know. Get your uh, get your trophy. Yeah, you're uh, you're not weird. You're a switch. It's easy. He just wants he just wants to be it, like to to do a sub thing every now and again. Yeah. Can I just have a break for five minutes of submission? Uh, yeah. Just got to find uh, the right <laughs> partner, and uh, she would be happy to uh, you know hold you down, fuck the shit out of you. No problem. 
There you go. He does. He says in the edit. Yes. I just want to have her ride me, not peg me. I don't want to be pegged. Why not, man? Just can fucking give it a shot, man. <laughs> have somebody just have her put a finger up in that dirt button. Yeah, man. I I feel I feel like this guy is is clinging a lot to like the societal norm and the discomfort that we're talking about. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Not everybody loves butt stuff, and that's and that's totally fine, but. <laughs> That, yeah. that clear, I don't know, that clarification there, that seems like a, I don't know, a, an unusual edit to put in. Regardless, find yourself, find yourself a partner is also a switch, you know, and I, I think a lot of people are at least open to that. Um, if, even if they're not forthright coming out, you know, coming out with like I'm a switch in terms of, in terms of uh, sexuality, um, but I, I think a lot more people are open to that than you'd think. But again, there's just kind of this assumption assumption of what a man and a woman's role is, and people kind of default to that because, you know, it's it's a little it can be anxiety inducing to be breaking with the norm. Yeah, but you should definitely do it. Uh, if you have a partner who is a sub, don't try to get like a, an avowed sub, and they're like really, you know, comfortable in that identity and really uh, know where they are with that. Don't have them try to dom you because it just doesn't work <laughs> and often leads to uh, disappointing and yet hilarious sex. Been there. Been there a time or two. <laughs> you, do you want to elaborate on that? Well, um, you know, just, you know, I had a, I had a girlfriend. She uh, was a pretty avowed submissive and uh, we do some dom play and I, I'm pretty switchy. Like I want to do both. Um, like I got it takes me a minute to find my groove for either but like to get into some some like kinky stuff I can uh and I was just like why don't you, why don't you try to like you know you take control and you fucking tell me what to do and, and it's like, okay um get get on get on your knees I guess like it's like it doesn't <laughs> they have to be into it you know they have to know they have to know what they like <laughs> yeah so I, I I think I think worth bringing that up with your partner and discussing. Um, I mean, there's even if you, if you're super certain you really want to do this and this is like something very important to you, yeah, you could go on. Uh, I know there's sites uh, for like BDSM and other fetishes where sure. you could sp- like dating sites where you could specifically like identify yourself that way. I've seen people you know throw like Dom or Sub or Switch into a Tinder profile. Uh, so if you're on Tinder, I don't know, that can at least like get somebody's going to swipe on that. They probably see it probably means they're at least like cool with uh, with potentially uh, topping. But, yeah, you just you just got to you got to check with people. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely, definitely no forcing it. Definitely no. Uh, like Arthur said, it's going to be a little bit awkward if they're if they're not at least open to it. But it's like a, you know something very necessary for you. I don't know. I think some people could pull it off, but it's like a hard thing to fake. Yeah, yeah. You can't, <laughs> you can't. You have to be enthusiastic about whatever role you're playing. And if uh, one person is not, then it's going to be uncomfortable and difficult. So don't. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good example <laughs> of this. Um. Uh. Do you like? Do you like that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> I like that character Timid Dom I like that character I'm that, doing he's fine that is, that is good I like him imagine like I imagine he'll he'll make another appearance later in the show I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, do you, I mean, would you be cool if I uh, if I got the the paddle and uh, uh, smacked your behind? I'm with the uh, with the paddle. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna choke you now. <laughs> Can you, are you? That's good. Shit. Are you okay? You do you do one fucking uh, spank with the paddle and then just like fall. Oh my god, it butts <laughs> right. dirty red. Oh I'm no, I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's. I might leave a mark. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Avoid. Avoid that. Avoid that. Much like the Noid. Avoid that. And then like an old fucking. It's a pizza little Caesar's pizza. It's a little Caesar's pizza reference. This is for my old people. Shout out to my old people who listen. (laughs) How is it so fucking hot in here? It's like October. This sucks. I turned my fan off. I'm burning alive. I'm only going... My heater's fucking busted again, so I got the space heater, so it can either be really cold or like a motherfucking oven in here, and I can't seem to find the sweet spot. Piggy's not happy about it. She prefers the heat. Uh, I don't like either of these options. Yep. Layers, we're, man. We're, Just wear we're layers. Fight, we're fighting through it. Yeah. I got wool socks on. There you I go. Rolled my sleeves up. Decent, decent balance. We're doing it. Yeah. Hey, fuck this cold weather, though. Let's, let's, let's uh, return to the summer. Yes. F- festival season, Arthur. Speaking of which, Festival Fling is a flop. <laughs> festival Fling is a flop. <laughs> I like that character too. All flow, yeah, no uh, no lyrical content. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue that as time goes on. Festival fling is a flop. I want my girlfriend to be a top. <laughs> that was t- that was that rhyme scheme was totally off. Hey, so I twenty two F met this dude twenty one M at a festival at the end of August. Nice. We hit it off quite well. Mm. From the beginning, it was clear he was super into me, and I was enjoying enjoying the attention, so we made out. On a Friday, I helped him out, a, out of a K-hole as his friends left him with me and my friend who don't know him at all, but it was quite clear from the start he has a problem with substances. Nonetheless, he was super fun when he was sober. Still had a great weekend and decided to stay in touch. Now, almost two months later, I still talk to him daily, but he really uses drugs quite frequently, and it's just not my style. I think he's a great guy, but we also live in different countries, and I really don't want a long-distance relationship. Also, I'm not as into him as he is into me, and really, I feel guilty. Ugh. Now, he's flying to my city for a couple of days by himself soon, but I don't know how it's going to go down, as I already know it's not going to work. Now, should I be real with him and not let him come? Or let him have his little holiday where he'll probably not get fucked up every day. Though he did say that's what he wanted to do, dot, dot, dot. There's a lot more to the story. He also beats himself up quite frequently, and I don't like him doing that as it worries me. Okay, this is some shit to unpack. It was Mm -hmm. posted by Spending All My Nights. Okay. Uh, So he's flying in from another country, and he's flying in for a couple days. Um, you have to find out if he can cancel that ticket, you know, 
Because, like, if he already spent the money on it, that sucks super fucking hard to, like, spend money to go spend time with somebody. And then they go, yeah, actually, you know what? <laughs> nah. Um, and that fucking sucks. So what I, w- what I would recommend doing is, you know, you said you had a good time with him when he was sober uh, and that he's, like, a fun hang. Like, make it a fun hang. And then, you know, on the last night, he's there. Go, yeah. Uh, I'm really not thinking this is really anything, but it was really nice seeing you, and I wish you the best. Because it, it's no matter what happens, it's gonna suck. So you might as well have a good time with it, so that he can have a good time with it, and then uh, break it off at the end. So I feel about it. I, I mean, I I agree that that sucks for this dude if he's he's booked the flight and everything. Um. But but I'm leaning more towards this being a sunk cost. And given everything that you've described here, you've only met each other once. Um, that you know that the the weird, the, the kind of crazy drug usage. You know, you know, you don't want a relationship here. You're not feeling that into him, and he's really into you. I don't think this is a good idea. I I think, I think you just fucking explain this to him and uh, and call it off. Um, because I, I don't know, I think that from one hand, that's like more fair to this guy, I think, because it seems like, you know, you care about this dude a decent amount. I know also like Arthur's saying, you don't want to make him feel bad, but I think like in the long run, it's going to make him feel worse if he flies out there and then it's fucking, you know, weird for several days. Oh, oh you, you will make him feel bad. He will feel bad no matter what <laughs> happens. So uh, I, I think I think you just rip, rip that bandaid off, explain this to him. And then also just from like a personal standpoint, like I said, you don't know this dude super well. You have these concerns about him. I assume he's going to like stay with you if he's flying out there. Like if you already know all this shit, I just I feel like there's a lot of potential for that to go wrong. Um, mm. And, you know, it's, it's this dude coming in, too. I, I that, that just that worries me. And also, he also beats himself up quite frequently. I'm, I'm not a- 100% <laughs> sure what that means. Is he physically kicking his own ass? Yeah, I'm thinking Jim Carrey in uh, Liar Liar or uh, 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 what's-his-face's character, American History X guy's character in uh, Fight Club, beating the shit out of himself. Oh, man. I, f- I fucking I hope it's not to that degree. Ed Norton. But Ed- it's Ed Norton just kicking the shit oh, out of himself yeah, yeah, yeah. in a stairwell. <laughs> But yeah, like that's that on top of all of this, it just puts and the fact that that already worries you, that makes me feel like this dude is not going to handle rejection particularly well. And if you're going to, you know, you're going to reject him no matter what, I think it's honestly safer for you and the situation in general. You know, if you do that over the phone or like a text instead of like while he's at your place. You know, because you can't like send him home very easily. You know, if he's staying no. with you. Well, yeah, I just okay, think yeah. This is a recipe for disaster. Okay, if something does go wrong, you're kind of fucked because he's, you know, you'd be kicking him out in the street uh, in a foreign country, and that's not uh, ideal. However, you did express, you know, it's like you had fun. You had some fun, and this. I'm just thinking that this could be fun, and. It could be the kind of thing where he shows up because, uh, you know, you were at a festival. You don't mention any substance use yourself, but uh, 
you know, you're down to hang out with people who are in K holes. I've been the I've been the guy <laughs> I've been the guy who uh never did the hard stuff myself, but like hung out with folks who did and like did some babysitting. And uh that can be that's a guy you can be. That's a person you can be. And uh I don't know, maybe you got your you know, your out of uh out of the country friend who comes in every now and again, you spend some time together and he fucking, you know, yeah, he eats too much acid and you have to talk him down and you know, that's just how that can be with this person. I'm just I you know, I'm looking at what could be okay and you're looking at the potential, absolutely potential disastrous consequences. Yeah. Um and there's something to be said for what could be okay too. I think just that really depends on the nuance of the situation. Obviously in this question we're just kind of seeing the concerns. We can't get a hundred percent the whole story here. Um you know, so if there, if you do have this notion that it could be like a platonic thing or just a hookup thing that you're cool with, you know, that's that's kind of a decision you got to make. Uh, but if you got the doubts, I, I just think this is risky. And I'll say it too, I see him in the comments. Uh, this person, Night Owl, is saying, if you know it's not going to work, call it off ASAP. Maybe you can get a refund. And OP is like, uh, you don't think it'd be the biggest dick move ever? I feel super guilty. I feel like he, I led him on. And that's where I'm like, okay, you definitely don't want to be doing this because you feel like you're obligated to, because you're sure. fucking not obligated sure. to. And I, I just, I think it's going to be, if you really fucking know, there's no chance here, not even for, you know, potential friendship. And even with that, if you're worried at all that this dude's not going to take this well, I, I think the safest and just harm reduction method here for this guy's sake too is just just explain to him. And and call it off. Way to use festival terminology in the festival question. Nice work. Oh, wait, which one do they use? Harm reduction. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah. Hell yeah, I love when I forget what's what words I said in the sentence five <laughs> seconds ago. The last sentence that I said. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, I I, I think I think that's got to be your goal here. On the other hand, like I don't know, maybe explain this to him before he comes. But maybe he has a different friend in the country that you're in. Maybe be like, hey, could you stay, like, just uncomfortable with you staying with me? Would you wait for flying out and staying with your friend? And, like, maybe we could hang out. Um, but, again, you, you just got to go with your feelings on this. Yeah. And if you if he's worrying you a lot and you, you definitely know this, you know, you're, you're, you're not into him and this isn't going anywhere, uh, it's, it's totally okay to make the call to just call it off. But just you, be upfront about that. You fucking nailed it. If there is anybody else in the city that he knows, tell him that something – went wrong with the housing situation. It's like for just, you know, fabricate some reason why he can't stay with you, but that he could stay with his other friend and then you could spend some time together and then you get to blow him off at the end of it and make sure that he doesn't, you know, <laughs> like that's because I, I think that's, that's like the, that's the best of the two options, right? Don't fat. No, don't fabricate it. She clearly, no, lie to him. This lie thing. to this like man. No, don't lie to him. <laughs> <laughs> Be upfront about it. And if he has a friend there or something, then be like, okay, just uncomfortable with you staying with me, but like we could see each other. And then also like gauging his reaction from there, I think I'll let you know, you know, if he's like, oh, totally understand. Okay. Then maybe this person isn't totally crazy and you're cool. But if he starts like flipping out and uh, getting real upset, you won't let him stay with you. Then I think that's a good sign that he's too emotionally wrapped up or too fucking chaotic. And that's when you just flat out be like, okay, like I can't do this. Okay. All right. I feel it. Festival fling is a flop. <laughs> Want my girlfriend to be top. 
Okay. Hey! Get that K-hole man with a flip-flop. Yeah, mm, you already this said you fl- got from the flop shop. A, you can't rhyme flop with flop. I, Dude, I, I guess you can. It's mumble rap. If I want to. <laughs> it's mumble rap. You can. This is my fucking rap, my dude. And my, <laughs> uh, my signature move is rhyming the same word repeatedly. Can I rap with you about this next question? Hell yeah, you can. Should I, 25F, talk to my brother, 14M, about the sexual content he posts on his Instagram? Throw away, because my dad has a Reddit. Lol. My little brother has all the family members blocked him from his Instagram, but he forgot block me. Tends to post a lot of degrading things about sex and women. I didn't want to tell my mom because I didn't want to cross the boundary of trust between him and I, but I'm wondering if I should even bring it up to him. Here posts memes about, quote, fucking someone's daughter and inappropriate videos of people portraying sex acts, but with clothes on. I don't want to embarrass him, but I'm also worried about him having such a skewed perception of sex and intimacy at such a young age. The LDR. Wondering if I need to address the sexual content on my little brother's post on Instagram, if I should let him navigate this part of his life on his own. Posted by throwaway or whatever, eight. Cracking the, the claw. Fuck is cracking a the fourteen year old doing posting this shit. Jesus Christ. Thank God I didn't have Instagram when I was fourteen. Oh yeah, it would have been fucking porn. I would have just posted porn all over it. <laughs> I would be blocked from Instagram Check constantly. This shit out. Look at this one. <laughs> That's a wide okay. butthole. Check it out. So I think I think good for you recognizing this is an issue and asking about it. Because I could see it be being very easy to just be like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, I'm, I'm telling our parents. Or worse yet, but boys think, will be boys. Yeah, no, that's, that's about the, the fucking worst there. So it's, it's, it's good, you know, to address this. And I think there's an opportunity here. Um, and, and, and this is just a possibility. But I, I bet your rationale is, and mine would be too, you know, if you just bring this straight to your mom, you know, you're both the fucking bad guy. He gets like no context for any of, any of this. And if you tell, you know, a fucking 14 year old not to do something, a lot of times they're going to go fucking do the thing anyways, because they're fucking idiots. Like twice as hard um, too. like they'll do it way harder. <laughs> absolutely. But I think as the sibling here, you know, you've got that different relationship. And I think going to him be like, Hey, like, you know, I haven't brought this up with her parents. You know, I'm not trying to get you in trouble here, but some of the stuff you've been posting is like concerning to me slash, you know, is, is not a good look for you online slash. It's just like, not that. I don't know. That's, that's really misogynist kind of horrible stuff to be posting. You kind of got to, you know, work on what specifically to address there, but you get the idea just getting across to him that like, I'm not trying to, you're not in trouble here. Yeah, I'm trying to look out for you because this isn't this isn't good stuff to have up there. And like her parents see or, you know, a friend's parents or something, you could get in trouble for this. And also, this is just not, you know, this this is shitty stuff. You you, you really shouldn't be putting stuff like this up there. Also, you're a fucking 14 year old. Yeah, you, you get the idea. I absolutely do. There is an excellent update here. Um, let's just read it now. Uh, wow. Thanks for all the input. This must be after. Many comments were posted. I seriously you're welcome. You're wa- yes, you're absolutely welcome for our for our input that we posted hours after welcome. you posted this update. <laughs> uh, I seriously valued all opinions shared on here. 
I was going to give it more time before I decided if I was going to talk to him or not, but he posted a meme about sleeping with a girl and then deleting her contact, so I decided to go ahead and speak with him. To avoid being accusatory, I sent a laughing emoji to something funny he posted, and then when I got a chance to have him alone, I basically just laid out my opinion. I have a kid, so he knows I'm not a stranger to sex. I basically just told him, in the age of living in, quote, meme culture... Speaking about sex the way he does isn't fair to himself or the young women who follow him on social media. We spoke about unrealistic expectations that come from porn and some rap music. We'll touch it. Okay. And how it painted a poor image of sex and what it's supposed to be like. I told him about consent and harassing behavior to stay away from because even on the internet, you follow him for life. I also straight up said, and this is, I'm fucking stoked on this. I'm going to use this. Sex is cool. But sex doesn't make you look cool. Uh, He took it well. He listened. We laughed at some stuff. Not a disaster. I also texted my mom and told her it was time to start reading about non-religious talks about sex and how I could have benefited from it in the past. Yes! Healing this fucking sexual rift in your family. Yeah, that was a really brilliant way to handle this, I think, and I'm glad it went over well. She crushed it. Uh, there's, there's another little thread. I want it's a lot of reading on this question, but I want to get this in here. Um, user testing this out. One, one says, I take it from this post that sexuality is not something your family talks openly about, which would make the conversation all that more potent. Uh, I think you should, but not as an accusation or confrontation, but do it as a discussion with understanding. Remember he's at the age where he will push boundaries with this stuff because he's experimenting with what is, and is not acceptable. Uh, exactly what we said. Am I, am I getting that right? That's exactly what we said? Yeah, okay, cool. Got him. Uh, and then she says, good point. My parents are religious and believe sex should be safe for marriage. I don't hold those same views. Not talked about openly for sure. So, you've, you've taken this opportunity to uh, open this young man's eyes. That's awesome. And be, and be a good influence here. Because yes. this is something we were talking about last episode, too. You know, especially if you're in a religious school, you got religious parents, you get no education on any of this shit. And it's so taboo to talk about that, like, really, the only way you're finding this out is from your fucking idiot friends who are also in similar situations oftentimes, you know, or on the Internet. And it's just misogynist garbage like this. And it's just, you know, that's just kind of the situation you're stuck into. So it's good that you're there for him to be a positive influence on this and somebody that's easier to talk to than, you know, your parents, if they're very religious and very, you know, kind of closed minded and not talking about this much. Um, I think it is good. You contacted your mom too to at least see if you can get her in that direction. Uh, but in general, you know, if you're, if you're close with your brother and you're comfortable doing this, I, I think this could be a good thing to keep an eye on. And just, you know, next time you see him, maybe talk to him about it a little bit more, like see where he's at. You know, ultimately, it doesn't need to be your responsibility to completely, you know, handle this. But if you feel comfortable doing that, that's definitely a good thing to do. Because, uh, yeah, a lot of people do that. A lot of people, a lot of people need that. Uh, younger people and, and don't have a good, uh, you know, outlet or information on it. I would also say, 
you should fucking tell him that this is the corniest fucking shit in the world that yeah. he's posting. Yeah. Like, maybe take that fucking angle, dude. Like, yeah, you fucked this girl and you deleted her contact. You're fucking 14, dude. You can't yeah. even win a Fortnite. Like, get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> corny bitch. You, you get stomped by adults like me and Donovan on video games. That's what you do. That's your whole yeah. life. Because we're sick, dude. Yeah, we're sick we as have fuck. have sex. <laughs> or have in the past. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Donovan, shit, it's the fucking Sahara Desert out here, man. I don't know how to make it happen anymore. You'll get some of that trophy, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Do I just start posting? Find this meme page of this 14-year-old's following. Start posting those. Yes. Drowning in it. You're right. More attention there than I go. can handle. <laughs> oh, good uh, shit. Seriously, okay. though, to, to fucking OP here. Good on you for doing this. You seem like a very good influence. Very good sibling. Good ass person. Come on the show sometime. We'll uh, we'll send you a tote bag. Hell yeah. Well, hey, speaking of uh, speaking of listener relations, uh, it's question box time. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, yes. 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 And, uh, th- this week, okay, we got a we got a bit of a situation from uh, Katie, who was our guest uh, last episode. We got a shit ton of questions when she came on. Yeah, uh, a lot of them for her, uh, but a lot of them are just kind of goofy and more more general. And uh, we have we got a policy as we've, we've talked about before. We try to answer everything that comes in here. Uh, so we figured we just scroll through here. Some of these are pretty just kind of goofy joke questions, but uh, fuck it, we'll we'll answer anything as we've said. So we thought we'd just, we'd just scroll through and uh, see what we can find in here. Marvelous. Uh, maybe we do a lightning round and just try to, try to get as many of these as we can. I'd like, to, I'd like to. Let's go. All right. Are you a hot dog or a sandwich? Sandwich. Go. Okay. Uh, if you had to replace your hands with something other than hands or claws, what would you put at the end of your arms? Dildos. Nice. I'm thinking white claws. Tight. They regenerate. Tight. Like when you sweat. Like, there's pores on the inside that are sweating out white claw juice, and they get refilled. Fuck like yes. Have one, like, every hour. Okay. Uh, how long is your ding-dong? Uh, 12. I'm going to say 40. Uh. <laughs> Damn, dude. Packing heat. That, that was a units of measurement joke, because you don't know. You don't know what we're talking about. You don't, dude. That was you good. Don't, dude. It could be 12 miles. <laughs> 12, maybe 12 millimeters. <laughs> Neither of those are functional penises. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's bad in both directions. Arthur, when is Christmas? Uh, December 25th, I think. I'm not Christian, okay. so I don't know. Nailed it, dude. One out of one on the holiday test. Favorite soda? Uh, RC Cola Cherry. Ooh, um, right. Vanilla Coke. I think vanilla Coke. Also fucking good. Really root beer. Any glass bottle root beer. I fuck with that shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> also, as an aside, these are definitely some for Katie. I like the idea that somebody like stuck around to listen to see if their question would get answered. And it's just <laughs> us answering. They're like, I don't give a fuck what your favorite soda is. <laughs> well, you get to know now, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, that's good. I'm, that's good. I'm sure. I'm sure our listeners uh, uh, love this. Do you think you know your body count? 
Uh, mid twenties. I think that means number of people you had sex with, right? Not people you killed. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, forty either way. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, uh. What's your favorite Tom Hanks film? Three, two, uh, one. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Forrest flop. Ah oh, fuck. I was gonna do a flip flop joke in there. Do you feel like having multiple partners has lessened the value of sexual intimacy? Nope. Same. Uh, yeah, it's all it's all good. Yeah. Communication. Totally. You know, it's a different thing in a relationship, but that's okay. It doesn't make you know hookups uh, n- not worthwhile as long as the communication's good. It's consensual, and you're both you know coming out of it better than you started. Absolutely. Weirdest sex you've ever sexed. I think I've talked about a high school girlfriend. We had sex on the roof of this house at a party and broke the tiles and got in trouble. And then I threw part of a broken tile at somebody and then they threw it back. Nice. You didn't tell that part. That yeah. rules. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> uh, oof, too many to say. Pretty weird. All right. All right. Let's get, let's get, uh, let's get two. Let's get two more in here. Maybe one more. How many? Oh man. There's so many motherfucking. Yeah, it's a so ton. many motherfucking questions. Fucking ton. Have you ever pegged a dude? Thoughts on pegging? Love it. Never pegged it. Well, I guess. Okay, can you peg with a penis? Because I have. It's <laughs> a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> it's a kind of. Uh, it's a kind of uh, peg. Uh, last, are you a special flake? Yes. Yeah, dude. I'm fucking dandruff made a gold bitch. <laughs> hey Donovan, right, do you was... work with Pete Holmes? Well, <laughs> yeah we uh we absolutely do uh <laughs> katie is uh katie is his uh nanny and pete holmes is my nanny and, uh, that of course i am, I am picky's picky's nanny oh that rules all right anyways folks fucking question box you want to submit your questions in here you want us to lightning round them or maybe even give a thoughtful answer you can find the link to the box at radio free tote bag co. look for the sidebar that says ask your questions and uh, also on our Instagram bio instagram.com slash radio free tote bag in the bio click it put your question in it's anonymous don't have to make an account yada yada Uh, hit us up we got a couple guests coming soon too so give us some damn questions to throw man I 24M was dumped by my girlfriend 22F today Fuck, I spit the white cloth and my snooze into my <laughs> into my hand. Oh, man. See, we do it for you. This is some good Foley work. How do you know you're ready to date again? <laughs> really? 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 <sighs> Wow. Then I'm never ready to date again, Arthur. <laughs> I'm uh I'm twenty four years old and out of college working full time. I've had two relationships last about two years each. My most recent girlfriend of two plus years broke up with me out of nowhere today for the second time, so we're done for good this time. She said I'm amazing incredible and did nothing wrong she loves me but wasn't in love with me i envisioned marrying this girl but i know it's time to move forward now 
I'm a loving and caring guy. I give my all in relationships and work towards being the my best self. So naturally, I fall hard in love. Being that I fall hard in love and don't give up on relationships, I continue feeling attached to my ex for a long time. I honestly will love her, will always love her, and she'll be on my mind. Because of this, I don't know when I'm ready to move forward. I will probably have to push myself to move forward. Is this just a, I'll work on myself for a bit, and when I'm happy with myself, I'll put myself out there again? A large part of me just wants to love someone and be loved back. How did you know you were ready? Thank you all for reading and hope you all had a great day. The LDR girlfriend broke up with me today. I'm still in love with her and will be for a while. When is the right time to start dating again? How did you know when you were ready? Posted by Ortiz13. Or W. Ortiz. Ortiz. Wilson w. Ortiz. Ortiz. Yeah. Ortiz. You, uh, you poor fella. This, uh, yeah. It sucks. You Always know, sucks. You get close to somebody over the course of two years. You know, you, you develop that intimacy. They become kind of a fundamental part of your day-to-day life. And all of a sudden, that, that carpet's ripped out from under you. And that, that sucks. And it's normal to, uh, to feel bad about that and still feel attached. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's normal to be like, oh, fuck. Like, how, how am I even going to know when I'm ready to be with somebody else? And... It'd be nice to be able to be like, hey, here's like exactly when, you know, you just multiply the years you were together by like 1.5 or some shit and then you're good to go. Uh, but it, it, it's going to it's going to be different. There's going to be a few factors to this. Absolutely. On the plus side, you've you've been through one breakup already, it sounds like. So at least you kind of know what to expect here. Um, also, on the plus side. uh uh, you, you, yeah, you seem you seem to have a good. Even though you got broken up with, you seem just to have positive things to say here. You're not, yeah. you know, ranting about your your fucking horror ex wife or something. Sure. So you see, you're you're in a decent place here. I will say, little uh, little concerned about like the large part of me just wants to love someone and be loved back. Like that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Um. But also, I don't know, we've discussed this before, I find that when you're in a state where like you're just looking for a relationship, that's not a good place to be. And I think I would go with your, your quote there that you should work on yourself for a bit. When you're happy with yourself, put yourself out there again. Basically, take some fucking time, do some self-improvement, be single for a while. I think that's kind of essential before getting into another relationship. And I, I don't know, I think, I think you'll kind of know and I also think it's good just to throw some like low stakes dates into there. Get on yep. Tinder or something, yep. go out with some people, see what happens, get a read on how you responded to that. Uh, so there's there's no set answer other than you know don't don't be going hardcore just trying to find a relationship yet or in general. Work on yourself a little bit and uh, you you'll be good. Yeah, this is not this is not the end of the world. Uh. I would say that there are a couple of criteria that have to be met uh, before you're in a position to date again. Uh, Criteria number one, and this is one that takes me a real fucking long time, actually, is uh, stop fucking thinking about them. You know, you (laughs) you see something funny and your immediate thought, you know, at least when I'm in a relationship with somebody, I see something funny. My first thought is, oh, man, I should text it to so and so. Oh, I should. Oh, my God. 
She has. I know that feeling. She has to see this funny thing I saw. It will make her happy. It will. It will please her. So that has to fade away. And then you have to stop thinking about them uh, when you're doing solo intimate time. <laughs> <laughs> and that that takes a little more, even maybe a little more time than that. I think. You know, I tend to I I tend to go to uh, my personal experiences when I'm when I'm in that situation. Uh, and then you got to stop thinking about them, uh, at all, basically. Like, I feel like if I'm in a situ, you know, after a breakup, I'll have spontaneous thoughts of, of the person who broke up with me or that I broke up with potentially, you know, you just think of them, you'll be sitting there at work, you'll be bored and they'll just float to the front of your mind. And that is a sign that you are not over them. You got to be over them. Uh, that being said, one of the best ways to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. Oh, so, so uh, I don't know. There's a couple of ways to to go about it. You could like rebound real fast, just like find somebody to smash around with for a little bit. Um, and who knows? Maybe that turns into something. I don't know. I don't fucking know. What do I know? I just have a relationship podcast I did for a year and a half. I don't know anything about this stuff. <laughs> I think that's a good point. Getting some other people on your mind helps. Yes. And I'll say too, like, yeah, I think in principle, it's definitely good to try to get them off of your mind, but obviously that's not like a switch. You can just turn off. Right. It's, it's about, the, it's the about the, sp- don't, it's about don't your spontaneous white bear. Yeah. It, oh yeah. Well, there's a white bear right there. Um, yeah. As soon as you try to get yourself not to do it. So yeah, it's about, uh, uh, finding ways to, make them a less spontaneous thought in your mind to move them to a more obscure place in your, in your day to day. Which includes in my experience, clearing the reminders, you know, get, get the pictures, you know, yep. keep them for fucking later. Yep. The pictures in your camera roll, yep. get those the fuck out of there, block them on Instagram, block their phone number, even maybe just like all social media. Cause there's nothing that'll trigger the fucking thoughts and feelings more then you know that you see their post, or it's them and some dude you never seen. You know, yep. The fucking wormhole about that. You Ooh. gotta block all that shit because you can't flat out stop yourself from thinking about them, but you you do have the control to not engage when those thoughts yes. come up and, and yes. remove the the fucking triggers for those. So make it easier on yourself. Absolutely. You gotta you gotta set uh, you gotta set the conditions for getting over them. It's not gonna happen if you keep wallowing in it. Uh, so. The spontaneous thoughts will come for a time. It's different for everybody. It's different for every relationship you'll be in. And and do the work to eliminate the triggers for those uh, kind of uh, wormholes. Yeah. Right. I think, too, there, there there is a little bit of a difference. I think you can get over somebody, in my experience, you can get over them to the extent that you're fine dating other people casually. Then you're fine being in a relationship. And then the ultimate one is like when you'll just know when you're a hundred percent past somebody. I'm not even sure that that happens for everybody, but I, I I think it probably can as long as you don't keep engaging. And for me, after a long relationship, like that final point, I had a box of some shit related to the relationship. I you know I hadn't touched it in a long time, and I had this moment where I was just like, I don't, there's no purpose in hauling this around, and I threw it down a garbage chute, and I felt clear as shit after that. And it like that, that took. Oh. That took fucking years, and I dated in the meantime. So it's it's okay to still have some of this residually, right? Um, 
but just obviously don't don't be dating people if the whole fucking time you know don't don't be trying to make things serious if you're not a hundred percent sure like you can be with somebody else yet right and and don't don't compare them like if your instant reflexive is to compare them to your ex you're not fucking you're not fucking ready yeah that's that's a very bad sign yeah so but I, casual shit casual yeah, shit's good casual shit and then like if you if you start to get like a crush on somebody, I feel like that's a pretty good indicator that you're that you're over your ex. Like if you if absolutely if there's somebody else that is kind of uh, giving you those spontaneous thoughts, kind of coming to the front of your mind at odd times of the day, that's uh, that's a great sign, and you're doing good. So uh, look forward to that, and uh, best of luck. Yeah, don't don't send your ex the memes. Send the memes to this new person if you think they'll be funny. And I got a great one for you. I saw on uh, Instagram. Uh, <laughs> it's about hooking up with a girl and then deleting uh. your contact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like if Howard Stern ran an Instagram. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> this is some corny ass bullshit. Yep. You know what else is some corny ass bullshit? Huh? Shit. Showered sex. Because shower sex is the worst sex, Arthur. Oh. Okay. This isn't really even much of a question, but there's just some commentary that I found on uh, our sex. And I don't know. It's an interesting topic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Here's what they say. They say, I just tried it and holy mother of God, is it bad? The shower floor is slippery from lube. My guy tried to stick it in my ass multiple times. The angle tore my lips. I was yeah. getting a minor concussion because of all the head banging against the wall as he frantically tried to ram me from behind. Then, not to mention, the shower head decided to join as our third and gave me the hottest facial, literally, <laughs> and managed to spray the contact out of my eye. Oh. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend on a sticking to regular old cramped car or bed sex. That was posted by Kelco Kitty. Yeah, it's Keiko Kitty. I think that's an eye on my screen. Yeah, it's an eye. Yeah, that's Keiko an eye. Kitty. I'm just fucking blind. By the way, uh, if you the shower blew my contact out, if you manage to <laughs> nice. blow somebody's contact lens out of their eye with your jism, achievement unlocked. That's like yeah, you that's get a fucking a, platinum trophy. There. Absolutely, you get a plat. <laughs> for your fucking PlayStation <laughs> profile. <laughs> this this person is right as hell though. Like shower sex is such like a hot concept and it seems so great. And showers, you know, with your partner are wonderful and you know, you get turned on because you're fucking there with them and uh, yeah. you're naked and they're hot and the water's warm. Um but yeah, man, practically it's fucking terrible. Definitely none of the lube in there. That's a good way no, to like yeah, actually die. die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking no lube in the shower. I don't know, maybe Ever. get one of those if you really got to get one of those uh like the the what are you like the mats you put on the floor for old people so that they don't oh, slip sure, on the lube and sure, die. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Talking sure. about <laughs> so the yeah. old people don't slip on the lube and die. <laughs> That's it. You no know, old people we be, did it. be lubing. We Old did it. People be lubing. We, we reached the pinnacle. We can shut the podcast down now. Old people slipping to their death in the shower on sex lube. Yes. Yes, Donovan. Yes. You get the idea. It's 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 fucking terrible. Sometimes water gets in there too, and the, the lube is usually water soluble, and then everything is all f- 
way too frictiony and lubes yep. washed off the fucking condom. Not great. I've had I had the accidental bee hole go in, you know, when I was having sure, shower sex sure. with the first girlfriend. She ac- she accidentally put it in your butt. Yes, she accidentally put her uh put her clit right in my my uh back door. Yeah, it's 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 hot in theory. Here's what you do: you take the shower together, soap each other up, have some yes. fun contact, yes. do some other shit that's not sex, do, and get nice and clean, get smelling good. Yeah. Bingo. Then when you get to the point, you know you're both wet. You go throw a towel down on the bed or something, go after it, and then you get right back in the shower, and the, and the water is already fucking warmed up from earlier. It's great. Oh, that's fucking excellent. You made exactly the point I wanted to make. You just soap each other down. Like, wash each other. It's fucking hot as hell. It's so good. It is. Ugh. You know it's not hot as hell? What's that? The time I got my dick tore up from shower sex. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I suppose it could have, like, if we had had sex not in the shower, this would have happened too. But uh, I might have told this story before. Uh, so I went to go see College Girlfriend. And uh, it was a very new relationship. We spent the whole afternoon together not being able to do anything overtly sexual. We're around a bunch of her friends. And, you know, making out in front of you. It's lame. It's gauche. Don't do it. Um, so just the whole day, we're just fucking radiating sexual energy at each other. And uh, she was getting ex- pretty excited about that. And uh, we finally get to have some time alone together. We get in the shower. It's the first opportunity we've had to do anything uh, remotely, uh, physically affectionate. So we decide we're going to bone in the shower. Now, her excitement had dried onto her pubic hair, creating something of a razor blade around the entry to her <laughs> vagina, uh, which promptly sliced my schwanz all to shit. But uh, I didn't notice because I don't know if you know this. Your brain shuts off like a variety of pain receptors in your body while you're intensely sexually aroused. A hundred percent. Yeah. You just don't feel it. Like, you know, uh, say you've got a bad knee, you could probably fuck on that bad knee and you wouldn't even notice it. Um, but then you finish. And as, as soon as the, the yeah. cum has been, has been done, you have the little quick afterglow. And then very quickly you become aware of what you have done. To you're yourself. like, am I? Yep. I'm ble- I'm literally bleeding right now. Was my experience. Not good. Not great. Don't recommend. Zero out of ten. Fuck shower sex. <laughs> I I think I've already talked about it at some point. I I I jerked it as a stupid teen with the uh, exfoliating face ah! gel. <laughs> it was the same situation, and yeah. I didn't feel it. And then afterwards, I was like, it feels like somebody did. Uh, uh, acupuncture all over my goddamn pee-pee <laughs> or, I... or sunburn. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm like maybe 12, you know, maybe even younger, 11. And uh, I'm experimenting with different forms of lubricant. And one thing that I tried was like uh, hand soap, like dial hand soap, right? Bad news. No, not great because it dried my shit out real good. Got some real dry skin on my situation. And it looked like an 8-bit wireframe dick is what it looked like. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, not, not ideal. Yes, exactly. It looked like a PlayStation 1 era penis. It's not good. Well, fun fact, dude. You know how in Japan, uh, like, it's law that you have to pixelate the, the genitals 
That's right. In the, in the sex scenes, they actually just soap them up and get them dried out. So yes. it looks like pickle, pixels. It looks pickle. like pickles. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, pickle, Picky, no. no. Get out of these Japanese films. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like pixels so that they can skirt the law. They don't actually have to pixelate it if your dick looks like pixels. Guy with finger to head meme. <laughs> I got one more. I got one more shower thing, dude. Yes, please. Not even a shower. It was a steam room. I think this was also in high school. Hugging up with this girl. Uh, my buddy's like with with this other girl we'd been hanging out with that night. Anyways, we're hooking up in this steam room. Yo, did you have teenage group sex? Did that happen? Did no, I did not. Oh, okay, not, okay. not not in this. Not in the same place. I got very excited. I was gonna be so pumped for <laughs> Jesus. you. Jesus. No, not not that cool. Now we're, we're in a steam room, and of course it's fucking steamy. Everything's covered in you know a thin layer of goddamn water, and there's the kind of the bench that like wraps around it, sure, uh, just like a tile bench, and we're on it, and like every thrust you're just kind of scooting back. Oh no! So just, like slowly fucking uh, inchworming across the goddamn thing, and I, it just absolutely no luck. And we're like trying different positions and shit, and everything is re- resulting in us sliding. And again, the concept was super great, but and I feel like everybody has had this moment where you just hit your, this point and you're like, this isn't fucking practical at all. This yeah. actually fucking sucks. Let's just go do this normally. Right. They're uh, like trying to do it on a pool table. Sounds like it'd be cool. It's not. Nah, dude, they can get that like green felt shit all up in your business. Not great. Not great. You get an eight ball knocking into your eight ball. This is a two <laughs> balls. <laughs> Something there. You could have said, uh, uh, I don't know, when you're trying to stuff your balls in, that's two ball to the center pocket. I don't know. <laughs> hey, your balls fall into one of the pockets on the side, and they get caught in like that lattice shape of like yeah. the except the pockets, and you're trying to get them out, but then it gets all swollen, and then you're stuck to the pool table, and then uh, your GF sticks a pool cue up your ass because she thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. Oh man, uh, that would be terrible. Yep. <laughs> I love this show. Can I do this social media one real quick? Okay, sure, sure. Uh, can I can I pee first? Because I'm gonna die. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. pee. I'll be right back. Mm, back, suck my sack. Back, mm, back, suck my sack. Back. It means I want you to suck my balls from behind. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Here's the next question. <laughs> what is the, what the fuck energy are we on today, dude? Real good Whatever one. Whatever it is, it, it fucking rules. It it's, fucking rules. It slaps, dog. Uh, we're ending with something that slaps a little less uh, on account of, should I, 29M, mute my crush 25F on social media? I have a huge crush on this girl that I know through school. The crush has gotten stronger over time, but she just started dating someone. It absolutely crushed me to see that, so I muted her on all of my social media. Still have feelings for her, but to see her share content with her SO would just hurt me too much. At the same time, I don't want to come off as an asshole. I have been so crazy about this girl for a while, I don't know what to do. TLDR, will muting my crush make me come off as an asshole or my right to protect my feelings? It was posted by... Super revolution. Here's a revolutionary idea. If you were not like a reply guy who liked all of her shit and like told her how beautiful she was in pictures, she's not even going to fucking notice if you muted her or not. 
True. You don't get like a notification or some shit no. for that. Definitely. So don't. just peace the fuck out and protect your own feelings is no big goddamn deal. And it, it, definitely. And also, I think this is the respectful fucking thing to do. She's with somebody else. You don't want to be, you know, fucking going after somebody, you know, who, who's who's clearly got a partner here. Right. And uh, yeah, this is exactly what we were talking about earlier. You know, if you've got these feelings for somebody, but but it's not working out, you just, you got to do yourself a favor and get them off your mind. You make that way easier for yourself. If you get rid of these goddamn social media triggers that are just, they're going to make you feel like garbage and it's pointless. Like there, there's no benefit to keep it around there. So just, just do the mute, give it some time, you know, eventually come back, uh, keep some, I don't know if there's a friendship here too, but like keep that going. Uh, but even, but even if that's there, like you just, you, you don't need to be seeing this shit. Do yourself a favor. Smash that mute button. Straight up. Unfollow. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. And then you eat an airhead and your head turns into one of the balloons with the smiley face on it. And then you get uh, kicked in the balls by a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> then I, uh, oh, shit. What's the name of that fish that allegedly swims up urethras? Oh. In Brazil. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Uh, Amazon piss fish. <laughs> Kandiru. Kandiru. I literally okay. searched Amazon piss fish and found the Kandiru. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great new candy idea. Instead of Swedish fish, <laughs> no! it's uh, Amazon fish and it's the Kandiru. And instead of eating them, you stick them into your dick hole and urethral sound with the candy fish. Uh, uh... And they're covered in sour stuff, oh, too, for the texture. Donovan. And they lay eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and you're peeing out fucking candy fish, and you got an infinite supply. Dude, that's our new product. Oh, fuck. Tote bag with Radio Free Tote Bag logo on it. And the uh, dick fish candy fish. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. It's me. It's the same Art style is the same image, basically, but we both look like really uncomfortable so that it's implied <laughs> that we have Kandiru in our urethras. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a limited time release. That's, yeah. <laughs> Special edition. Bingo, dude. Send me a bag of Swedish fish. We'll send you one of those. Hit up Herschel. Get him to do the preliminary mock-up of us looking uncomfortable in the same bag. <laughs> I will message him right now. That's a good reaction <laughs> image, too, dude. So when your friend tells you about a candy fish that you can put in your pee hole, you can send back us looking uncomfortable. Ooh, we let's, okay, uh, let's look into us making, like, uh, uh, like, animojis or whatever they're called, stickers for Facebook. We'll get some RTB stickers that people can send. That'll be a good idea. Hell yeah. It's like you with an air horn. Yeah, how hard could that be? Okay, let's, if I could, we'll look into it. Anyway. Me doing a spit take with White Claw. Ah, uh, yeah. God, we really committed on that. I'm very happy about that. Thank you. Thank you. Good Hire job. me as a Foley artist. Good job. Well, hey, you know who else did a good job? Whomst? Knower. When they did our intro music, the song Hanging On. Uh, you can find uh, that band that I mentioned. You can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. Our outro music is partially by the fucking dude yelling outside. I don't know if that's getting picked up, uh, but imagine <laughs> it if you can't hear it. It's not. And it's also that's cool. 
Sometimes the recording will, will, will pick it up and we can't hear it on Skype. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Anyways, okay. this is this fucking asshole uh, and the not assholes. Uh, it's the Hey Fellas uh, with their song Stephanie. You can find them at Instagram.com slash the Hey Fellas or on Spotify. Search the Hey Fellas. Folks, I am so happy that some of y'all went over to iTunes. You did it. You did the thing I asked. And from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. But I am I am a hungry man. I eat the one pound hungry man meals when I eat frozen meals. That's what I do. Fucking like they're dollar ninety nine. It's a fucking pound of food. How are you gonna pass that up, Donovan? Fuck <laughs> fuck fuck cholesterol. I don't care. Anyway. Fuck put more reviews on iTunes, please. I'd like that. That would be pretty cool. Go to your podcatcher of choice. Hit the five whatever buttons and leave us a nice review if you would like. Write us a review. Tell us about more candy ideas. <laughs> I was trying more to formulate these that could be put in a peepee. I was trying to formulate one with tasting the rainbow. Do like a Skittles joke in there, but I couldn't come up with it. We'll workshop that. We'll be back with the next episode with that joke. <laughs> How do we, Donovan? Where's the exit? I can't find it. Where is it? Ah, shit. Um. Okay. Uh. You okay? You eat. You eat the latest episode of Radio Free Toad Bag, and post a review, and then your head turns into a tote bag with a picture of us in a tote bag on that tote bag, like the Airheads commercial where your head turns into a balloon with a smiley face on it. Looking uncomfortable because we have Candiro in our urethra. I love you. Thanks. Bye. Moi. <laughs> oh fuck. Moi. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's a mess. <laughs>